Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I have updates to share about Donald Trump's coup clown. So first is an update about Trump's Georgia co-defendant, Harrison Floyd. Floyd, as you guys might remember, he is the leader of the Black Voices for Trump group, or he used to be at least, and he's accused of taking part in that pressure campaign against election worker Ruby Freeman. So last I shared, the district attorney had asked for Floyd's bond to be rescinded. They asked for the judge to throw him back in jail pending his trial. DA Fonnie Willis had told the judge that Floyd, quote, poses a significant risk of intimidating witnesses and otherwise obstructing the administration of justice. This is because Floyd was caught posting 21 alleged threatening and intimidating statements on social media. So these statements were either to or they were about co-defendants or witnesses in the case. So for example, Floyd had tagged his co-defendant Jenna Ellis in a post on Twitter and he accused her of conning people into donating to her legal defense fund because then she went and took a plea deal. And then he also accused Ellis of lying about one of Trump's aides who allegedly told her that Trump was planning to stay in office even though he was losing all of his court cases. So Ellis confirmed through her attorney that she did see Floyd's posts. And in a message to the prosecutors, Ellis said, quote, I saw it a couple days after it was posted. Yes, I believe it was meant to both intimidate and harass me and encourage others to harass me, which others have done. So Floyd also wrote social media posts about uh, Georgia election worker Ruby Freeman, his initial target or alleged target, I should say. And as you all know, she was relentlessly targeted, she and her daughter, by Trump supporters after the 2020 election. So Freeman's attorney told the court that following Floyd's social media post about her, threats against her started to increase again. Um, the district attorney spoke at the hearing herself. She actually made the argument to the judge herself, and she told the judge, quote, he can publicly criticize me all he wants. I don't value his opinion. It does not matter. But what he may not do is publicly do things that intimidate witnesses. And then Dia Willis went on to say that she's threatened every day and essentially it is what it is. She was like, you know, whatever. Um, but she said, quote, that does not give him the right to contact co-defendants or intimidate other witnesses. And quite frankly, it's really in the defendant's interest to shut his mouth about this case because it can and will be used against him. So Floyd's attorney made a First Amendment protected speech argument. He tried to say, oh, you know, he has the right to talk about the case, not shouldn't be a big deal. He also tried to say, Floyd had no idea that any of these people that he posted about were going to be witnesses in the trial. He actually tried to float that one. Uh, Judge McAfee did not buy that last argument whatsoever, and he ruled that Floyd had in fact violated the terms of his bond conditions, which strictly prohibit Floyd from communicating with co-defendants and witnesses, whether indirectly or directly. 
The judge, however, said it didn't warrant jail time, at least not yet. So in part, the judge said that Floyd's post didn't include explicit threats and it didn't appear that he was trying to incite violence against any of them. You know, he didn't call for it, at least. So Judge McAfee ordered that Floyd's bond conditions be modified. He said to basically tighten up the language about his social media posts and to also include very specific information about Freeman and other witnesses. And then Judge McAfee said, quote, I think the public safety interests raised as a result of today's hearing indicate that actions have consequences. Um, So I knew the judge was not going to revoke his bond, at least not on the first infraction, because then he has to start doing that with everyone, including Trump. So we'll see if Floyd can hold it together until the trial starts. I really doubt it. He seems to have a self-control issue. During the hearing, when the DA referred to Donald Trump as a defendant in the case, Floyd popped off in court, just sitting at the defense table. He just pops off and says out loud, quote, President Trump. So the judge had to intervene. The judge shut him down and and said, you know, it's not your turn to talk. So this guy is a hot mess. He, he is just, you know, one tweak away <laughs> from losing his shit. Um, I think it's only a matter of time. Next is news about Rudy Giuliani, America's defendant. He cannot seem to catch a break. He is now being sued by his New York accountants for $10,000 in unpaid retainer fees, plus $15,000 in legal fees. Giuliani had hired this company back in 2018. He hired them to assist in the valuation of his business assets during his most recent divorce. (laughs) Um, He never paid them, though. He never gave them a penny of what he owed them of the agreed retainer. So the lawsuit, uh, which was obtained by the Daily Beast, shows that Giuliani actually racked up more than $50,000 in accountant fees during that time, but they're only suing him for the $10,000 plus the legal expenses. And then the document also says that Giuliani estimated his monthly expenses at $232,000 a month during his divorce. How do you spend two hundred, almost $250,000 a month? Seriously, what is this guy doing? A quarter of a million dollars almost every single month is your basic living expenses. And you look like Giuliani? <laughs> I mean... I could understand almost like if he had a personal trainer, if he had chefs, you know, he had like a stylist that worked with him on a daily basis and he's getting all kinds of cosmetic or surgical procedures done. But Giuliani, (laughs) you know, shit for brains dripping down the sides of his head. Really? So, uh, yeah, that's that case. He's got new legal woes there. And then now he is asking the judge to determine how much he owes Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss in the defamation case that they brought against him. As I mentioned recently, the judge already ruled in Moss and Freeman's favor. Um, The jury trial is set to begin next month, like literally within the next week or two. 
And they're supposed to convene for the sole purpose of deciding how much he owes them. Well, Giuliani is asking to forego the jury trial and leave the decision in the hands of the judge. So we'll see what happens with that, if she'll go for it. Last but not least is news about attorney John Eastman. He was just interviewed on a right-wing podcast, and Eastman said he's facing upwards of $3.5 million in legal fees for just the Georgia RICO case. Eastman said, quote, I'm trying very hard not to completely deplete my wife's retirement fund. And quote, when our founders pledged their lives and their fortunes and their sacred honors to create a government of a free people with free institutions, they put everything on the line. And we are at a crossroads in our country on whether we're going back, going to go back to a tyrannical form of government where we are subjects, not free citizens, or whether we are going to fight like our forefathers fought and our foremothers fought for liberty. That is pretty rich coming from this guy, coming from a guy who literally tried to help Trump overturn a free and fair election and to ignore the free will of the people. People like me, people like you. These people love to spew out BS about liberty and tyranny, freedom. They're the only ones acting like tyrants. They are the only ones trying to take away everyone's liberty. So, yeah, do I feel bad for Eastman? Hell no. Hell no. Turns out, you know, that find out phase of your journey is pretty expensive. Anyway, I will let you all know when I hear more about the Koo Clowns. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if possible. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.